0: folks thank you for tuning in to another episode once again i am your host Stephen g gaxiola and yes you have tuned in to the raider and the saint podcast first and foremost i want to thank my guests from around the world that tune in i want to give a special shout out to someone in brussels i don't know who you are man but i see you or he or she who's tuning in so i just want to let you know hit me up on the raider and the saint at outlook.com uh you know, give me your information, and when my shirts come out, you're gonna be one of the first ones to receive a free T-shirt. So thank you for the support, whoever it is in Brussels. Also, I want to thank everyone around the world that tunes in. Thank you so much. I didn't know that my podcast would get out there for to around the world. It's amazing to see the different countries that are that are tuning in to the podcast. I didn't know I'd, I'd be able to reach. It. It's amazing. So one thing that I want to focus on too is things that are going around the world for this podcast. So. I'm going to start working on that and, and start talking about things that are going around the world. Because over here, when, when you go on Google and you go on any type of uh, web, web form to look at look up things, a lot of stuff that you want to look at around the world isn't really giving into to you. So one of the websites I, I go on or the web browsers I use is one is called DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo, this is a free plug for them. Um, they're going to give you many options when you type in something like what's going on in south africa or what's going on in cuba and they're going to give you alternate news besides what google would give you i'm not saying anything's wrong with google i think it's an amazing job of what they're doing but i have my personal options with them so once again thank you guys from around the world that tune in it's amazing i also want to thank everybody that listens here locally you know everyone from my co-workers to family friends Thank you so much for tuning in. It's amazing that this podcast is growing. It's, it's amazing to see what hard work gets you in the long run. This I'm on year two, getting close to year three, getting close to that 100th hundred episode. So I'm very excited to, to get not get there, but I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the process. So I just want to thank everybody that, that supports me and supports the show. It's amazing. And like I said, you guys got my back. I got your back. So if anybody has any questions, you want to be on the show, you can hit me up at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. I'm also on Instagram, the Raider and the Saint. Type that in. I'll pop up. Uh, I think I got I got a Facebook, too. I rarely use it, but it does send me messages if someone does send me a message. So hit me up. Let me know what you guys think. You know, everybody who listens to the show, if you got any uh, people you want me to interview or topics you wanted me to talk about or research, let me know. Because I'm all up for ideas, you know, it's all about content on this show and me getting new people in and getting people I know in. It's amazing and it's a great experience. So once again, thank you for everybody that tunes in. I see you guys listening. So today's date, the date is Sunday, July 18th. The year is 2021. The location, I'm back. I'm back at the bunker, a.k.a. the studio and beautiful downtown Santa Ana Historic District. want to give a shout out to wimpy's pawn shop wimpy's pawn shop is a great place where you guys could buy sell or trade my cousin works there shout out to my cousin uh a lot of this equipment i got was was through them so thank you so much for supporting this podcast it's only right that i give you guys a shout out every week so thank you for for helping out this podcast if you guys want to go to wimpy's pawn shop they're located at 750 west foothill boulevard in azusa california also gonna give a shout out to my boy who's a supporter of the show. He's been on the show multiple times, Freddie Morales. He is a loan officer. If you guys want to sell or buy a house, need a loan, whatever you need, got questions, hit him at hit him up at MortgageMorales at gmail.com. That's MortgageMorales at gmail.com. My past guest, my past guest, I, you know, I, I paused for a second there because my past guest was a good is a good friend of mine, a co-worker of mine. Shout out to Michael Vega Mike Vega He is a, a good friend And he's always been there for me And I'm happy that he came on the podcast He's 87 episodes late But better late than ever What people say So once again, shout out to Mike Dude, thank you for coming on the show And uh, he talked to me He's in Mexico right now He's on vacation He was sending me pictures And he had a whole bond up playing with them It looked like he was in the hood somewhere In, in Michoacan <laughs> So shout out to Mike, dude uh, Can't wait you to get back He says he wants to come back on again And talk about his experience uh, I think he's down there he, His family grew up down there So he's going down there And going down the family tree But he had a bond behind him playing He was drinking beer, hanging out and Just enjoying life, man So that's what this podcast is about, man It's just going through life, enjoying life and And just shaking off the struggles in life So shout out to Mike once again My guest today is a very close person of mine she is i could she is my sister-in-law but i still call her she's my sister and i've known her since she was two years old and i'm very proud of her for what she's accomplished in her short life and she's here on the show i'm glad she's here on the show she's a full-time raver and a medical assistant denise (laughs) Resendez. welcome to the show how are you
1: what's up everybody i'm good i'm good i'm good
0: so tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: So my name is Denise, but everyone calls me Niche. I am a raver, but I'm also a medical assistant based out in Fountain Valley. Um, I was born and raised in Fullerton, closer to the edge of Buena Park, but technically Fullerton. Um, I've been a medical assistant for about, mm, I want to say like about four years now. Before that, my first job ever was Disneyland, and then basically when I kind of left, you could say I went over to medical assisting, and since then, I've been a medical assistant, and I love it. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 27. Just oh, turned 27. Yeah, 27. <laughs> how, how
0: does it feel to be 27 in this day and age?
1: Old. I feel old. <laughs> I feel like physically old, too like even like in the early days when i was still like raving raving full time like 21 22 we would be raving until like four in the morning three in the morning and even then like i would be you know dead tired but i would still go to work the next day but nowadays it's like fuck man i could only go raving until like 11 o'clock at night but it feels good it feels good to be 27
0: do you Think all that hardcore partying you did, raving, it took a toll out of your body? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It did. Definitely, it did. We would always be drinking, smoking, along with some other That's shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you, you, you party hard. Mm-hmm. That's what it does to your body. It, it, it does, takes, yeah. It takes years. It takes off a your, toll. Yeah, We well, you're 27, and you feel like you're 57. It's scary. It does. I'm 40, and I feel like I'm... You know, I feel good, you know, just changing your diet and habit. Your body will always rejuvenate back. But, you know, the toll we put on ourselves at, at a young age, man, it, it does catch up to us if we oh, don't yeah. catch it at the right time.
1: Definitely. Like my work, like my work office, it's all the way in the fourth floor. So I take the stairs every day, mm-hmm. every day. Like I take the stairs, even during lunch, I take the stairs. And when I'm coming down the stairs. I hear, like, the knees cracking. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, I'm an old lady already. Like, I hear that shit cracking every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because all the dancing are doing. With the, yeah. With the, with the, with the, I don't know how you guys do it. You go like that.
1: Oh, we dance, like, every freaking type yeah. of way.
0: <laughs> how many raves do you think you've been to?
1: Uh, I would say for sure more than 10. More than 10. It's got to be way more
0: than 20.
1: Way more. I don't know. Way more, Right way more like t- like 30 30 plus i remember for like at least two years in a row we were raving for like once a month at least once a month we were just raving at, raving at, raving at what's w- the
0: best rave you ever been to
1: edc That's the one in Vegas. That's the one in Vegas. Yeah. Are they
0: still doing it? Well, obviously because of COVID, they're not Mm -hmm. getting
1: it. Last year, last year they didn't do it because because of COVID. They did extend it or like they pushed it back in October because it usually takes place in May or in June. Mm -hmm. But they pushed it back in October. But then COVID was still happening, so they said like, oh no, we're gonna do it until next year, and they're gonna do it this year in October. They're gonna do it. They were gonna do it in May, but. Again, they were kind of pushing it back because I guess they wanted people to be vaccinated mm-hmm. or prove that they were COVID free. Mm-hmm. But it's in it's in October. We were gonna go but it was just how many,
2: you get,
0: how many days is EDC? Isn't it like? Three days. Three days? Three days. You go so, all three?
1: Yeah, we Holy went all sick. three. So it's from five PM until five in the morning.
0: Damn, twelve hours. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of just straight just Just straight
1: yeah it's like a carnival too so there's rides there so you could go on rides but nobody really wants to go on rides because everyone wants to go see the dj the artist Mm -hmm. and it's all different genres it's like six different genres of dance music and there's like art installations too it's it's a lot of fun it's it's really huge that
0: what's behind the big rave scene what what's the the culture like you know what's behind this
1: because I've always wanted
0: to go raving I always wanted to be, I know your sister will let me she already know
1: she already know if I go I'm not
0: coming home you know I get the taste of that that life it's going it's over you know I want to be out there by myself you know don't get me wrong I she'll dad, probably dad, she'll, dad she'll
1: to, call me like go get his ass like I don't know where he's at you know where he's at no but really behind it's the unity. It's the unity. Like, everyone just comes together. Like, you just meet total strangers, and then within a minute later, you're, you're like, the best. You're dancing with them. You're dancing with them. You're exchanging phone numbers. Really? You're exchanging. Ins- I should go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe get like some, Meet some new people. Meet a lot of new people. Like, we've met over, like, 30 people. I'm still in contact with at least, like, a good, like, three of them. Like, I still talk to them. Mm-hmm. I met them through raves. And a couple of them, too. They're local. They're, like, all Southern California I, we did meet this one guy. Um, he was from NorCal. He came over here for a rave, and he was from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But we, we he exchanged numbers with Shane, and yeah, we just meet a lot of like new people. People
0: just come up to, you. hey, what's up? I like your outfit. Yeah, like
1: we just we're just dancing around, and then a good song comes on, and then everyone's just like, oh yeah. And we and then sometimes they look, we look at each other, and then we just. Hug it, I'll start dancing, and then from there it just takes off.
0: <laughs> and is that? Do you think that's more because of of MDMA? They call it ecstasy. You think because that's the drug it makes you? I mean, they've used it for therapy before. Yeah, for couples, uh-huh. they, they would give them yeah. MDMA and to help them express themselves because a lot of times people can't, they don't know how to express themselves, yeah. so they act different. You know, they act mean, rude disrespectful mm-hmm. or just quiet, not saying one word, not answering questions. They've, they've, researchers I've looked at, into MDMA, like I said, re- right now is they've used it for couples therapy and MDMA is supposed to help you just release and just bring just love like, and, mm-hmm. and just be open and just, it, it, it's just like a happy pill. It is. It and really is, that, is. You think that's a lot has to do with the raves? No, but a part I
1: of it, I would say, to be truthful, kind of a part of it. But then there's a lot of people out there, too, that don't even take that, and they just get drunk. Mm-hmm. They just get drunk, and or they happy. smoke, uh-huh. and then they're fine, too. But you do some see some people that they, they can't handle their shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell they've taken something, and you just see the guy or the girl just... You see all, it a lot? Oh uh, yeah <laughs> Like at least there's like at least one At every stage and there's like at least Four to five different stages And they're all different genres too And every single stage that we Go to there's always like A group of people that are just Vibing it they're dancing They're going crazy and then you see At least like one person within the group That's just like too fucked up That can even handle it And then you see the mom of the group taking care of that person so it's a it's the mom yeah like we say the mom oh, okay. of the group behind uh-huh, because she's the mom she's taking care of everybody she's making yeah. sure everybody is okay i'm having- gonna
0: do that dude I'm gonna say, <laughs> i'll take care of you it's gonna be a hundred dollars a pop
1: <laughs> i'm pretty sure they would be like yeah sure like <laughs> But it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like every single rave that we've gone to, we, we always meet new new people. Mm. We always meet someone.
0: The one I always wanted to go to was the one, I think it's called Wonderland.
1: Oh, Nocturnal, nocturnal, yeah, Wonderland. nocturnal uh-huh. Wonderland. We've been to that one. That one's that really one's fun. That one's in Europe. No, no. Oh, you're probably thinking um, Tomorrowland.
0: Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland.
1: We want to go to that one.
0: That was, I watched dude, the videos that they would promote. Oh. It was like 45 minutes long. And I think I have a mm-hmm. few of them saved on my old YouTube channel well not my personal but my library uh-huh I'd watch it was like 45 minutes long and for me to get pumped up I would watch that video like dang dude
1: yeah we want to go to that one there's a lot over there in Europe a lot of different raves yeah. over there we have. there's like um like a hard style rave over there I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure your around the world listeners know what that is. But there's one that's called. What is it called? Dun- hard around the world? No hard style.
2: Hard that's style. That's a genre,
1: uh huh, okay. music genre. But there's a rave over there that's called DefCon, and that's the one that I really, really, really want to go. Like that's my main one before Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I really, really want to go, and yeah. that one's in Amsterdam, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's gotta be
2: crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There,
1: it's pretty cool. Like we see videos, like all the raves from over there, and it just looks like everyone's just so chill so like loving and like so like it just united mm-hmm. and yeah it just looks a lot a lot of fun so, so there's hopefully. no fights
0: no nothing crazy going on no
1: i mean i would see like maybe mosh pits here and there yeah. but fights no no Mm-mm.
0: no fights Mm-mm. not like knott's berry farm
1: no <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that <laughs> what is
0: going on with knott's berry oh farm, my
1: right? god you saw that that guy that freaking climbed up i saw that through ig and i thought it was a prank i thought like nah this shit ain't real and i googled it and then i saw it on facebook too that some random guy just went up there but no one knows if he was like on drugs or how do you even get up there
0: there was there was a, a ladder a service ladder
1: Oh, but then I so, don't know
0: how he got to. Well, obviously, you got to be able to get to the top top. Yeah, because then how would they put the American flag up there? Yeah, but he was on something. one something, Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. He but, had
1: like his arms out, like if he was going to like jump or something. I'm like, oh, my God, like, dude, this, cr- this dude is crazy.
0: I wonder what Wonder what the cops, when they arrest him, I wonder what they're going to
1: charge yeah, him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, what would be the charge? Like, would it be trespassing? Like, I don't know if you really, I mean, you kind of are, but. <laughs> but, I mean, not even just
0: that. You know how many fights that have been going on over um, there?
1: Yeah, and that shooting. Oh, yeah, there was shooting. I saw that a couple weeks ago. It was, like, two teens that got shot at or they got hurt or something like that. It was, like, outside, like, right there mm-hmm. where they do the drop-off mm-hmm. and the pickup. Uh, I saw that, and I thought it, it. people were, like, saying it was just, like, um, like BB guns at first and then i saw more posts more posts There was a shooting shooting and i guess i had to do a lockdown and then everyone was freaking out everyone's running to the restroom to the back and then everyone's running out of the park like they said it was like really chaotic did you guys like hear it like the helicopter like did you guys like by the house no
0: i you know what no because knots is like to the right if i go out in front mm-hmm. of the house is like to the right mm-hmm. but i was a. Uh, i got off of work i worked yesterday so i got off at like two so i went home had lunch and then kicked back took a nap woke up and looked on you know went on my phone i was like oh shit this guy climbed like it's every week something it's like some post on instagram is gonna be about knots or even twitter too i mean Mm -hmm. you go and it's like knots buried knots i was like dang man what happened to knots i guess they're understaffed from what i was reading
2: Oh, they said
0: there's like two people working a concession stand and there's like hundreds of people waiting to get food. Damn. Yeah. Like of, no
1: one wants to come back. Well, it's
0: a big issue right now from what I'm hearing. A lot of places I deliver to is restaurants, uh, but mainly restaurants mm-hmm. and obviously music parts now is they're understaffed. They got signs saying we're hiring or hiring or hiring and no one's coming in.
1: I don't know where they're
0: going. A lot of people said that because it, this, when they were getting their stimulus or their the uh, EDD, EDD uh-huh. they were making a, way more money than they uh-huh. were working. So a lot of them were trying to find loopholes to stay out and just keep collecting checks. But they don't understand. That's just going to worn out. Yeah. Do you only have, like, when you get when you get your check at the end, it says how much money you're putting towards Social Security. Yeah. When you finally go on disability and you get hurt, whatever you know get hurt have a kid multiple things right mm-hmm. going to sub- state disability they'll send you how much they go according they they to determine how much you're going to get from edd which is state dis- disability they do your i think it's your highest paid quarter for the last three years and then they do the average on that and it's pretty good substantial yeah because they, they're I, favoring you when they do that. They don't take the lowest quarter, they put your highest quarter Mm -hmm. in and when they send that to you they'll say how much you're gonna get, but it's also gonna say how much you have contributed to your social security. So if you're not working, you're just gonna be low. Mm -hmm. If you're working a lot, it's gonna be high. Like I've known people that gone on disability and they'll they'll be out for three years. I know people that gone out for six months have to come back because they don't have money they in have there.
1: Money. It's yeah. You know, so
0: it's like think about it. it's your own personal bank the go- government setting up for you.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's how it was when at the beginning of the pandemic, um, they did cut our hours. We were working four days a week, five hour like five hour days, mm-hmm. and we did apply for EDD and we were getting EDD. Mm-hmm. And the way I was comparing from the check the hours I was getting compared to EDD, I was getting paid more with EDD. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, well, why not? We just don't work. Why don't we just close the office? But we couldn't because of the work that I do that yeah. we couldn't. We were like an actual essential worker. Mm-hmm. So, but I did notice that EDD, like it was giving me more money than my actual check. So even you, if you're, if you're getting
0: it for that one day you're missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because it, deter- it takes your highest paid quarters for, Last three years or maybe two. I could be wrong. Uh But the fact is, that's what they do. They do your highest paid quarter. They do the average of that. And then they that's what they determine what you get paid per day because you get paid per day through EDD and you get paid uh, six days instead of seven. Yeah, they do it Uh at six. So you're getting paid for six days.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was getting a lot more. I really wanted to like just take a vacation or Mm -hmm. something not go back to work. But I knew that. It would run out eventually. And I knew that I was going to need my hours again. Mm. So I just eventually just stuck it out. And then within, we only were, we were only like that for about a month. And then after a month, we went back to kind of like a nine to five type mm. of shift. Mm. And then uh, I'm still currently working every other Friday. But I mean, the hours are kind of picking up again. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so are they
0: still paying you 3DD?
1: uh we're going
0: they to stop in june or something like that
1: they did stop and then somewhere i want to say somewhere around november december we were going through work sharing Mm -hmm. through because it was just me and i want to say two other girls that we were getting the the edd so we went through work sharing but with that one we didn't get paid until like maybe a month a month and a half later Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a little bit of a lag like Mm -hmm. a delay but we were still getting paid. It was just a really, really big delay of getting the e d d Wow, mhm-,
0: yeah, because this the company has to come involved because now you're losing yeah. time, not because of your personal whatever you're going through, it's what's going on through a natural disaster,,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and so
0: businesses started getting hurt too, so then that's 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 about right, sounds about right,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. What we're do you do?
0: You think when is it supposed to end, though?
1: We're still getting it, kind kind of right now. I think um, the manager told us that we might it might end this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said if it still continues for like our work hours if it still continues every other Friday, or if we do go back full time, then that, that'll be it. This month will be it. But mm-hmm. if it's still continuing where we still have to work every other Friday, then mm-hmm. She said well, we'll probably have to extend it, but it's just a question mark if they are gonna accept it. Is it, it working or not.
0: better for you now than if it, you were full time?
1: Uh, so and so because I mean, when I do get that EDD, it's like okay, I get that extra money. Mm-hmm. Like there's that extra lump sum of money, but mm. then it does suck because then i get like my because i get bi-weekly checks mm-hmm. so full-time would be 80 hours but right now i'm only doing like 70 to 72 at the most mm-hmm. so when i get that check it kind of it's like uh, like i wish i could get more and then when the edd comes it does fulfill that that more she but be
0: like on a budget
1: yeah Mhm. So I kind of do want to go back full time to get my hours. But I mean, who knows? Who knows if we are going to go back full time? Just or depends. Is
0: it really busy at your work?
1: Right now we are. Right now we're going to start getting busy next month. We were a little bit busy this month, but I did hear that starting next month, we're going to be a little bit more busier with patients.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just thinking, you know, it's weird. No one wants to go back to work.
1: Yeah no one wants to go back to work and then we do have some patients that we had a couple patients recently well, not
0: you i mean oh no
1: yeah. you know like what us. i'm talking about <laughs>
0: no, cause like, i'm going back us. to my initial question <laughs> i was like
1: no we but we've had a couple patients that um that used to work at disneyland and they told us like oh yeah, they've asked Recently. Us. Yeah, recently. Oh, shit. That they've asked us like oh yeah, they've asked us to go back but I choose I choose um not to go back. I don't wanna go back. And
0: then so what what are they doing? What are what are, they're receiving E D D?
1: They're either working somewhere else okay. or a couple of them are just stay at home and then the husband is just working. So they found
0: another ways to meet. Yeah. hmm oh. OK, no, yeah. that's cool. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know anybody that works at Disneyland. And yeah, they're understaffed, too.
1: Yeah, they are a big time. We have a friend of ours that supposedly is going back this month. But he said it's still a question mark that he doesn't know if he's going to go back to, like, where he was positioned at when COVID happened or if he is going to come back for sure at all. But Disneyland,
0: the, the employees are union, too, right?
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah. hmm.
0: Yeah, I was just at a union meeting. Uh, I think it was about a month ago. I didn't go to this last meeting, but I heard them saying something going on with well, somebody was driving the trams, and now that they're open, it was something with their hours and and the pay she was or the time off she was supposed to have, and she was working these crazy shifts. And they they filed and and, and a grievance and and won because they're being abused over there. Yeah, basically. And I can only imagine if they're understaffed, too. And all the people that are flocking.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of people that are going right now. Yeah. Like, when we used to work there, when me and Shane used to work there, it it kind of sucked. I mean, the coworkers, it was fun to work with. We had a lot of fun. Like, they kind of made the workplace workable. But the management, the like, the supervisors of the management, they were just... They were just assholes. They didn't know what to do. They never did their job. They would always say, like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. Like, if we had a problem, we would come to it. We would go to them, and they would say, "Oh well, yeah, we'll take care of it. Never gone taken care of. They would always favor apl- employees. They wouldn't really say it, but we would see it. Mm-hmm. They would always favor the ones. And, yeah, like, management, they would never, ever do shit. Like, nothing. Oh, and and even, like, the works. days off. Yeah, like, days off. And then you would try to fight it. Like, no, I requested this a long time ago. And you guys were giving me workshops. Oh, go, go to scheduling. They'll take care of it. And we would always try to go to the manager for them, you know, for them to take care of it. But, no, mm-hmm. they do not do anything. But the only times that Disney – was fun, was workable, which is the co-workers. That's it. Like, anything else, it just sucked. Like, security, oh, God. Fucking hate security. Even going... Well, they're th- not
0: union, huh? Um, I no, d- they're not.
1: I don't think so, no, but... they are
0: We have security, too. They're, they're not union. Yeah, but... So they're, they're told what to do when yeah, to do it. Yeah,
1: just a bunch of buns, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, you both know someone mm-hmm. close to us that got... Terminated because he walked out with a disney jacket mm-hmm.
1: yeah i know and then when he told me that i'm like that is really like so stupid like okay like they could have just said like oh i forgot but no like they're really they're really like tight it'd be but like oh.
0: ups saying or fedex saying or amazon saying as soon as you leave the building take your uniform off so we got uniforms and we got lockers it's like us walking out with our, our uniform.
1: Yeah. And we I've walked out with the uniform. I walked out with the jacket before. I even walked out with um, like pants before. I would just probably put like a hoodie over it. So it would kind of like camouflage. But I don't know. Like they're just like whoever is that one person that just catches you. They're going to be the rat and then just goes to your manager. it's crazy. And it's over from there again. Yeah. And it sucks too. Like they don't even give you warnings. They just, all right, you're done. That's it. You're you're fired. And it sucks. And then it sucks, too, that when you're late, you get a point. If you're not dressed in the costume you're supposed to dress, there you go. Another point. If you're not wearing the right socks, another point. If you're not wearing the belt with the costume, there you go. Another point. If Colby. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like another, like one thing after another. And then you have to watch how many points you get because if you get a certain amount within the month within three months or within the year then boom you got a warning or nope final warning after this you're done and we've had and we've known people that have gotten fired just from points and they're actually good how many points do you get um within the year i think it's still at like 36 and then within a month i want to say it's nine points Mm. But if you call out, that's three points right there. And then if you're tardy, I think that's like one and a half. So
0: 36 points, three. What is that? Three. What's 36 divided by three?
1: Three. So like one, like 13. Right? That's
0: 39.
1: 30 or something like that. 12?
0: 36 points. So you could call in 12 times.
1: Yeah. uh And we would... In a year. Yeah. And we would... We would count our points like so we would watch our points like, OK, this is how much points I have before I get a verbal or Shh. something. And we would call out or call in and we would just count the points, making sure like, all right, we're not going over the limit. We're just right there at the borderline. So we would like, yeah, we would, if we knew that we could call out, just fuck it, we'll just call out. If we knew we could be late, fuck it, we'll just be late.
0: Would, would that be a full point if you're late
1: or a quarter of a point? Uh, I think it would be like a full point, full point. even if so you're like... Have no increments, like... No, even I think if you're like 10 minutes late, that's a, that's a point. Like, it's just automatic, like, just a, I remember point.
0: when I got my DUI, I was 25, 26, I, I, a couple years into driving. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go through the whole process. But one thing was I had to go back to the hub. I couldn't drive, even though I never got my license suspended. But the fact that I committed this crime or felony or whatever you want to call it, UPS, FedEx, mm-hmm. Amazon, there's a when you go behind the wheel, there's certain ways you got you got to go about it, and every company's different. Mm-hmm. For my company, it was more. Uh, I didn't have to only just deal with the court. I didn't have to always uh, not just deal with the court. I had to deal with the DMV as well, and then you deal with work. And for me, I had to go back into the hub.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've never done the. We have the AM shift and the PM shift. How did you do with the AM shift. It was. It started at like two, three in the morning, and till eight. So you get your five, four, four and a half, five hours. Mm-hmm. When I clocked in, it was my first time doing early AM or early uh, or AM shift. You clock in. I had to be in a certain area, right? I'd clock in on time. I'm on time when I clock in. But by the time I walked to where I needed to go and I got there, I was already considered late. Even though I had already clocked in, they said, no, you need to clock in and and be in your position on time.
1: Oh, wow. Damn. So
0: I was late. I was threatened because you only get three. You know, they start coming on Mm -hmm. you after three tardies. And, you know, because they know you're right there. They don't know why you're there. But they know why you're there. Yeah. And so when you go there and you're in that position, they start looking at it like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to get rid of someone. Because they get points or whatever happens to them. And so you, you're you're here. You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be on truck. Mm-hmm. You're just buying your time. It's like being in jail. And then you're just getting harassed by, by management because they know why you're there. You know, and it, it's a horrible experience, man. But I was in and out, and, and I was driving within two months, I think, three months. Oh, okay. but I know people are gone for years, a yeah. year, two years. So the point system, man, that, that's pretty cool. Point system.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what sucked, too, um, where you would check in, like, you would check in with your, your you know, your ID card. You would have to check in at your location. You couldn't go anywhere else. I mean, you could have, but you would get in trouble for that. And there was, I think there was only two locations where we could check in. And sometimes if we're running late, we would have to, because there would be a tram that could take you behind the park to your location. Yeah, because
0: you have to get to take a tram to your car, right?
1: Um, like a bus, like a yeah. shuttle bus. Yeah. Uh-huh and you would just take the tram to your location but sometimes if the tram takes forever then you just have to book it across the park and then just run across go to the back route and then just try to make it to your location how
0: long would it take yeah you would leave leave i would house. leave an
1: hour an hour before an hour 15 if i know it, it might be traffic i would yeah like maybe five minutes to spare Damn yeah <laughs> <And you're going laughs> or on time <laughs> yeah just down the street it's like Five, ten minutes away from, yeah, uh, from cause, mom's.
0: Because, yeah, from the same location, I just got to go a little I'm right down the street from mm-hmm. Disneyland, and I would get into the hub. I'd leave I leave at 8.15. Uh, I make sure when I go to work. Because mm-hmm. I know by the time I get to work, by the time I have to walk through the gate, now they're making like this scan it. in. Yeah. They're making this scan in now at the gate. We got new IDs. You got to scan in. And I'll, by the time I get, my center's in the front. So I already know how long it's going to take me. Then you got to log in. There's like four different screens now. I mean, it's a lot you got to do to log in. I can't even imagine you parking and having to take the shuttle. How long is the shuttle ride?
1: Um, That would be like about, well, like if it was waiting up until like dropping off, like maybe about 10 Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Right? At least, yeah. Where were you parking at? What what streets? Um on Catella. Mm-hmm. It was Catella and I forget the other street. But it's right in front of the garden walk. There used to be um they took oh, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They used to be the like employee parking, but I guess now they took out the employee parking and they moved it to Right across think, the street from
0: Bubba Gum Strip. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That was a the place.
1: They're building yeah. condos there, aren't they now? I think so, or hotels, or I don't know if it's gonna be like the the pe- for like the people, the parking. Cause I know like right next to it they had the Toy Story parking, mm-hmm. where they had the Toy Story buses, and where we used to park there, or I used to park there a lot, but then a couple of my coworkers they said oh, we, were, we parked down like this neighborhood, like down the street where you could just park it and you just walk in, it's much faster. And that's what we used to do. We went down like this one neighborhood and then it would just take us like 20 minutes. So instead of leaving an hour earlier, I would just leave like maybe 25 minutes to 30 minutes earlier. And then I would just park it there and then I just walk through like the downtown Disney parking of the employees and then just make it to work. Because I worked over, I used to work over at the Paradise Pier, which was like in the back back.
0: How many employees do you think Disneyland has?
1: Oh, a lot. Thousands, hundreds. 30. More, maybe even more. Yeah. And they always say like, oh. Did you take work a- at Knott's too? No, just no. Disney. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. Look at Knott's. They they can't even function right now.
1: They They're never a- could even function since... Ever <laughs> they
0: don't have en- Yeah, they don't have enough uh employees and all that I wonder if Disneyland is going the same way
1: Probably, I mean
0: Because that's a lot of people that lost their yeah, jobs
1: Yeah, a lot. a lot And I heard too, I just read on Facebook That I guess um they're going to try to send at least 20,000 SoCal workers oh, over to, to Florida to Florida Uh-huh, I was reading on that And that shit's pretty crazy Like, I don't know why they're Sending them or they said it was because of like A project or something But yeah Shit ton of Disney employees
0: What do you think mm-hmm. About this new Delta variant
1: I don't know It's very questionable It's like I'm like I don't know I kind of question it Like is it even an exist or no or Are they just freaking They're saying, saying the that? People that
0: are getting sick are non-vaccinated They're non-vaccinated Mm-hmm and this Delta variant, it's more contagious than, than the COVID. You know, the uh-huh. of the COVID. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, because it's starting to pop up now.
2: It is. Yeah. LA
0: County just went unlocked. not locked down, but you got to wear masks indoors now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I don't even know how long I've had been able to have the mask off. Because a lot of these places you go into, they still have the wear the mask sign
1: the mask required yeah, and then uh-huh. i walk
0: in and no one's wearing masks i'm like well take the fucking sign down
1: mm-hmm. i know
0: the rules but i'm not gonna go in there and get yelled at by people <laughs> you know and so one of the guys i go to one of the liquor stores i go to he saw me the other day he goes hey man you look different he goes you look different i go because i haven't been wearing I didn't, i'm not wearing a mask bro
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're seeing everything right now <laughs>
0: So you think that's going to happen in Orange County, too? You think they're going to tell us to start wearing masks indoors now?
1: Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I really wouldn't doubt it. But honestly, no one's going to listen. Mm. If they were saying that at the beginning when the pandemic started, then half of those people were not really listening. They were doing protests. They wanted everything to be back open. They were anti-mask. I mean, I really... Feel like yeah, they probably are gonna say that for OC, but I don't think no one's gonna follow it. No one's gonna follow those guidelines. Yeah, I
0: talked to somebody too, and I said, look, it, man. They're they're gonna push a second lockdown. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say we're not all vaccinated, therefore we're gonna have to do another lockdown.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And some people said this is this is the plan, the end of the world plan, or the you know depopulation plan. But I've heard a lot of business owners pers- personal business owners at first they didn't lock down they some of them stood open I know my bar that I used to go to
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, can't give them a shout I don't want to give them trouble but they were open the whole pandemic I just never went Oh, uh, you know, but they were open and said fuck them we're gonna we're gonna stay open like yeah we're, we're gonna get past this because you're taking you're taking a lot food, of yeah, yeah a lot of jobs a lot of, a lot of money get, mm-hmm. stuff getting made so this second round I don't know I don't know if they're going to make us work. I mean, you can see what's happening in Los Angeles—the mm-hmm. issues they're put putting. What agenda are they putting? What agenda are they? Are they uh, is it really true? Because we know we've caught news media's lying. Yeah, you know. So, I know in France, they they're, they're ready on their second lockdown,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and at first, vaccine was. You know, if you want to take it, take it. It was your choice. Now they're forcing inoculations, if I said it right, um, to everyone's got to start taking the shot. They're protesting over there. They're in the streets. They're fighting because now the government's saying everyone needs to take it now. You're being forced to. Everyone, medical. Just everybody. Except look it up. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but this is what I heard. One of the sources. Everyone except the cops. Really? Yeah. Everyone huh. except the cops. Right. You know, the only person that the only person that could verify would be Jerry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> no, because I'm I'm gonna start going back to the gym now. I gotta get rid of the COVID weight. And one thing is just, I I don't like wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and I have to wear it. In the hub, I have to wear it, you know, out in the road. You know, if I'm getting near people, mm-hmm. like there's really no no line. They're saying, you know, they don't tell us to take our masks off when we're out in the customers. You're letting us make our own decision, mm-hmm. but in the, in our hub, we st- we have to wear the mask now.
2: Mm.
0: We, I think we only were able to take it off for like two weeks, and then still people were wearing them. Some people weren't. It's like it's getting confusing now. But so I guess, like, yeah, yeah, because I could take my I take my mask off when I'm there. I can't fucking breathe that shit on.
1: Mhm. Yeah, especially like at my work, too.
0: But you have to wear those at your work, right? I
1: have to. And it kind of does suck because I'm like, oh, like because we're, we're all vaccinated at my work. We, we got all vaccinated and we do have like some patients that come in that are not wearing a mask that we have to tell them like, oh, you have to wear a mask. Just because we are in a medical setting Like we're in a medical facility That's the main reason That we have to And it sucks Because I was like looking forward To not having to wear the mask But because I'm in that medical field I do have to yeah, wear you're it Yeah you always at the role In the medical yeah. field Yeah mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like these masks They're not going to work If it's this contagious I think we all should be Walking around with ha- hazmat suits <laughs> You know But they keep promoting this Vaccine, 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 vaccine
1: and and then you know, a lot giving of giving the- money
0: away, giving weed away, mm-hmm. and they're just you know. But then on the other side too is, I had COVID and it I called nine one one. I thought this was the end. It was bad. You don't want to be sick in bed for fourteen days. A lot of people get and it's no big deal. It's no big deal. But there's different variants out there. You know, yeah. there's different variants and some of these ones are. I know a customer of mine. Be when it first happened, COVID, his best friend died. He was 23 when H1N1 came out. Oh, like or the SARS. First. I think it was SARS. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. When SARS it was like one of those like variants or something Yeah, it was like variants that.
0: like H1N1. He says we were <clears throat> hanging out. We went camping. Went to the desert. We came back. He got sick a couple days later and then a couple days later after that he died. Like he died within three days.
1: Damn. That's crazy. I knew of uh, someone from high school. That I used to hang out with. She was, I think, like a year younger than me, but she had, um she had asthma. She had asthma issues. But when I saw the Facebook that she had passed away, like the GoFundMe, mm. they did mention that it was because of COVID. It was yeah, COVID complications. Love, hard. Yeah, and she was so young. Like she was really pretty, really young, and it shocked me because I hung out with that girl in high school. Like. I used to go to her house and then she only think she only came to my house once. But it's crazy. It affects a lot of people in like a lot of different ways. Like when we had it in December, oh, shit sucked. It sucked a lot. Like he he got it first and then a couple of days later I got it. And the taste and the smell was just Did gone. Did you ever get your taste and smell back? I I have it like, I would say like 90 I wouldn't say the full 100 Because I feel like there are still certain things That I can't fully taste Until I get a couple more bites And then I could taste it But there are like drinks I could taste drinks I could taste like everything like that But food there are still certain foods That I kind of have like a little late delay But I don't know about him I think he still has his. I think he got his back 100% But so it you took got, a while Did you get it
0: pretty bad too?
1: Yeah, I would say we were. I was fully sick, maybe for like about a week and a half for like the first couple of days, like the first three to four days. It just felt like a cold.
2: Yeah, yeah. it
1: just felt like a cold. And then the next day I couldn't Um, I was congested. I couldn't blow anything or I couldn't I couldn't like sniff or anything. It just felt clogged up. And then that night, I got the fever. I got the chills. And then the following day, like around dinner time, that's when I lost the taste. And I noticed it because well, I think we were eating Popeyes chicken, and I couldn't taste anything. I could only taste like the hot sauce. Like the hot sauce just hit in the back of my throat, and I knew. We got COVID because I knew I just lost that taste. That's
0: crazy, how You lose your taste and smell. Mm-hmm. I know Omar. Do you hear about yeah. Omar? He Omar. still hasn't have taste or taste or smell, right?
1: Yeah, he said that. Over um, a year now. Yeah, it's about a. It's been about a year now, and he still hasn't gotten anything. I told him like, like you know all these different foods like a cheeseburger or like a carne the burrito or like or like even like smoking like and he says that smoking he just tastes the harshness. Um, Garner saw the burrito He said I could kind of Taste a little bit Of it He said not the full extent Just a little bit Like a hint
0: Of it You know what It's probably like me too I just I, I, I got COVID tongue My whole tongue was white I had a <gasps> really? It was just big and white <gasps> Just gunkle over it And I had to scrub it With the tube I had to I was like I, had, I gotta get rid of all of this oh But I Yeah it was. I had to drink a lot of Pedialyte I was It was at a point Where I was like If I didn't force myself I knew it would have been bad because I was laying there, I couldn't move. I had to piss so bad, but mm-hmm. was, I had no strength. Like dehydrated, yeah, too. Yeah, you felt like dehydrated. You just, I mean, I lost close to 30 pounds when I got Really? It. Yeah, I wow. gained it back, of course, but, <laughs> you know, uh, when I first, I looked at my face, I said, man, like, this was bad. You could see my cheekbones and my eyes were all sunken in. Like, it was bad. It was bad enough, where it's, uh, you know, and, and Zayla, they uh-huh. only got the shot.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. My uh, Isha told me that They went ahead and went And then my mom went Maybe like a month before Or so So I'm like Which is good It's good
0: Everyone has a a choice Mm -hmm. But when people say That it's It's a conspiracy It's a depopulation control They're trying to kill us This is end times Or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say The ones that say that It's not good for you, it's going to harm you, it's harmful, it's mm-hmm. going to kill you. Okay, well, I'll let you say that. But if you look at the data and you look at the numbers, yeah, there is a percentage you might take it, and you might have an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos of people having seizures. I don't know if it's true or not. One thing I live by is believe nothing you see and half of what you hear.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you take the data, and you look at the what can happen if you take the shot, the data shows it does protect you from COVID. It does help your immune system fight this, mm-hmm. okay? When people say that it's bad for you and you're this and that, okay, I'll agree with you on that. But one thing that upsets me is like, if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna put poison in your body you by drinking or smoking, and if you look at those statistics, you look at yeah. the statistics of <laughs> lung cancer, you want to die of lung cancer? That's the worst way to die.
2: Mm-hmm. One
0: of the worst days they, they, they've talked about. When, when you get lung disease and lung cancer from smoking, emphysema, and all that bullshit. The worst way to die is fucking lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Your lungs. Fuck, that's horrible. Yeah. So when people say these things, everyone needs to look at themselves and go, okay. Unless you're a, a full fit 21 year old and you're you're eating good good foods you're not putting poisons in your body then yeah you, your immune system is going to be a lot stronger and yeah maybe you don't need to take the shot that's fine
2: mm-hmm.
0: but people that that sit at home and they watch TV and and they're drinking soda just putting all this garbage Spot on habits, our body yeah. and then have the nerve to say I'm not taking no shot well those are the ones that are getting sick right now yeah everyone's mm-hmm. going to get it I didn't think I was going to get it I was one of those guys that oh, I'll get it I'll fuck it you know I got it. I was like, fuck, I don't want to get it again.
1: Yeah. A lot of people think that, like, it's not going to work. And it's not it's not that it's just it's preventing. Like, let's say you do get covid again. Your body is actually all right, fighting for it. So you're not going to feel those covid symptoms. Like Mm. it's like what everyone said, like it's like the flu vaccine. Mm. And I do hear, too, that. We might get, like, a booster shot mm-hmm. or something, like, in the long run, like, if, like, maybe six months after you get the first shot or a year after, a couple years after, because I guess they're trying to figure out, like, is it, like, the flu vaccine you have to get it once a year or is it a booster shot you have to get it within a next year, or a couple of years, and a lot of people think that, oh, I'm not gonna get it, like, I don't have to get it, but, I mean, I wasn't going to get it either, but I had to get it because of my work. Mm-hmm. And I just knew, like, all right, I'm just going to get it because I don't want I want the patients to feel safe around me. But yeah, I know you had COVID and you took— the,
0: did you feel anything from the shot. Uh,
1: Just sore. A lot of soreness in the arm. Um, I just felt like I couldn't lift it. Like it just felt like someone just punched me like a punching bag. It just felt like that. And then my head. My head was like a balloon. Like it just felt Ooh, like allergies. Mm-hmm. It just felt like that and I don't think I don't think anything else. It was just mainly the soreness on the arm and then like my and then like a big old headache. And then the next day the arm was still a little bit sore, but it was already going down. I just took some like ibuprofen and, and then I was good. I felt fine. But I know like I hear other people like for the moderna like what zayla and isha got mm-hmm. i don't know if they got sick or not but i would hear like stories too like oh i would feel like shit i got the fever i got the chills mm-hmm. but
0: i know not people got god uh, there's different stories with it
1: mm-hmm. everyone just reacts differently mm-hmm. towards the vaccine and a lot of people think like well i don't know which one to get moderna or Pfizer or well Johnson and Johnson is like out the picture right now I don't think no one wants to get that one but I mean you just just get the vaccine just get it and just be over with it
0: yeah a lot of people are asymptomatic too where they're carriers and don't even know I just watched this documentary it was on HBO it was about the one of the the cruise liners that got stuck they mm-hmm. got stuck in. I think they were in Japan. Oh yeah, I the like from.
1: Mhm. From earlier, yeah.
0: Yeah, it would it would do a document day nineteen, day twenty, and it was crazy. Going from celebrating, hanging out, different venues, multiple levels on this boat to like everyone. The captain says everyone needs to go to their rooms, and they're in there and they're bringing on food like two pieces of bread and, and like cheese. You know they they are on the boat for think 40 days yeah it was like more, it was day. more than a month uh-huh and it was crazy people were dying they're coming out the, sh- the ship and they were taping up the vents and they were doing everything to prevent the spread but people were still getting and then you had the workers that still had to work the people in the kitchen they yeah, were so. sick people were sick working and, and they're they just bringing that it. sick yeah it was crazy to see the way how the virus was transferring through this boat and I don't know, man. I think we should just have, you know, every I have I see both sides of the argument.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) I feel
0: both sides because I still haven't got the shot yet Uh because I had COVID, but I know I do really get sick in the uh, the winter, Mm -hmm. so I want to save that until I get there. Until
1: you, yeah. And I know there's a lot of people too that they're not like get they're not gonna get it that they're gonna wait on it and i wish i could have like waited on it up until the point where i really did have to get it like like going to the concerts or going to the raves i know they're asking people to bring in their vaccination cards or they're asking like a covid like a negative covid test so because of that too yeah or even like traveling within the states too i see like some certain states that they're asking like we need you to have a vaccination card or proof mm-hmm. that you're negative and i would i just and i got it too because i'm like i just want to show the proof of vaccination card like here don't bother me like here i got vaccinated Well, they're
0: gonna push those laws mm-hmm. now you're gonna have to have a, a vaccination card if you go into it no like anywhere probably you buy your tickets online you're gonna have to show proof mm-hmm. I know that I'm getting my real ID from the... I have to go to the DMV to, to finish my process. Mm-hmm. But the first process is you got to take a picture of... Do uh, you need two forms of identity, two forms of residency, and then forgot whatever else. So I had to take pictures when I do it online. I had to picture my phone. It uploads into their system, and then it says I'm okay to, with everything I sent them. Now I got to go with the paperwork physically
2: mm-hmm.
0: and go there get the real ID. But they're saying... You won't be able to travel unless you have a real ID. Yeah, ready already set that in the law. Uh, I think it starts in. Twenty start twenty-two. 20, yeah, I know uh-huh. they kept forward. They put for, forward because, because of, of COVID. COVID. So I went. I went along. And I said, "Oh, well, I'm gonna get my real ID then. But that way, you don't need a passport.
2: Mm-hmm. You only need a
0: passport, and we just use your real ID." I think they're doing it because they're they're trying to crack down of of so many people of. Been working illegally yeah. got fake yeah. ids i mean identity theft is a big deal
1: it is yeah like it's that shit still goes on like people don't think because it's not happening to them but it's still happening mm-hmm. it's still it's still happening and and it's crazy it's crazy how they're doing like all this like the real id mm-hmm. like you only need that to like go travel there's
0: fake vaccination cards. You hear about that? Yeah, one that uh-huh. I got caught. Mm-hmm. Fake vaccin vaccination cards.
1: And that's crazy. We're already like, in those
0: end times. You might, you know, we're, it's it's fighting to stay away from getting that chip.
1: Like taking out of like your time out of your day, like to go make those fake vaccination cards. Like people have nothing better to do.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I see both sides. I I definitely see both sides now. But yeah, I'm getting the real ID. The real ID's gonna be. Hopefully, don't get me in trouble. I, I did a couple things online. I realized I got to go back and check. But get the real ID, vaccination card. You're going to need that to travel, mm-hmm. and that's what they're pushing for.
1: Yeah, we probably we probably might. It's a global.
0: Have... It's a global conspiracy, or we're just trying to save humanity. It's... Whatever the way you think yeah. about it, you know. Because when it is be, when does it not? Well, when does it not become? A personal issue compared to a worldwide issue. You know, where it says, Hey dude, I know we you got freedom, mm-hmm. you got freedom, you got freedom of speech, this and that. But when it comes to the world and, and the, the deaths that are happening, do they said, Okay, yeah, I know you got rights, but we all need to take this shot or humanity's over. Yeah. Because this virus is gonna keep mutating and mutated, mutating. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Cancer, There more people died of cancer. There's a yeah, but right now we gotta deal with something that's spreading faster than cancer.
1: Yeah. hmm A virus that's just like you don't even know like if you have it or not. Like, you don't know until like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Two weeks late.
0: I know when I used to go to Disneyland, I'd always get sick the next day. Just you come down with something. You just feel groggy. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's feeling tired, but it's because you're touching the poles. You're, you're
1: touching it. everything. At, you're standing yeah. in line
0: for three hours with a bunch of strangers. Oh, everyone's spitting, all that, and you're breathing that, and then you're touching the, you're touching you're your nose, that, and you're then you're just that. all crowded, you're just crowded. next to
1: each other, breathing on each other. Abby would
0: put her face on it. I, I go, don't touch the pole because I already know you're gonna get sick. It's so <laughs> filthy. <laughs> So many, and I would get, always get sick, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get it. When you get more people and like a venue, yeah, there's more mm-hmm. interaction. There's more, everything's being transmitted and all the disease. I know someone that his friend went to downtown Fullerton when, when COVID, when they released the restrictions that we could go to the bars. Oh, when and they he saw, yeah, grandma. he slept with someone unprotected and he ended up getting a disease where he had to go get a skin graft on his dick. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. His dick was all fucked up. Dude. He had to do his whole skin graft, dude. I was like, that's Dang. disgusting. But yeah, the diseases are real, dude. <laughs>
1: that's crazy. I know we gotta get a real ID pretty soon. We're we're going to Hawaii next year. You guys are going to fa- Hawaii? Uh huh, with this family. For his mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. where you guys staying at Maui
0: make sure to rent a car now because I heard it's hard to rent cars down there.
1: yeah that's what um my the my doctor that I work for he was mentioning that that his um one of like the anesthesiologists that comes in to do the procedures he was mentioning that it took him a long long time it took him like different dealerships i guess or different places to rent a car i guess the car that they only had um was like a big suv only for like a couple and a little baby and they did rent out a car um, i think he said it was like a mercedes-benz or something but they said they gave that car away because the person that came they offered more money so they're like okay we'll give it to you
2: yeah yeah so, you heard that yeah. Too. Yeah.
1: yeah so you have to like Do it now or you just have to, like, work your way? I think he even said to someone else that was over there, they didn't have the car, um, another car for that family. So they actually rented, like, a U-Haul truck. And that's how they got around with that. No, I heard that, too.
0: (laughs) I heard that, too. I was like, damn. Yeah, I was talking to one of my coworkers. He's heading down there, and I had already heard about that. I go, hey, what about renting cars? And he goes, yeah, man, it's tough. I know people are renting U-Hauls. It's you know?
1: crazy It's like right But when, like, it also
0: shows that With everything we went through People still Finding a way to succeed Because mm-hmm. It's expensive still to go to Yeah the I know they have specials though what, You got your ready? already? Um,
1: no we're gonna get it in November That's when the next special is um, Or the next sale Or whatever And that's when we're gonna get our tickets I think his mom already got the hotel Or a little condo that we're staying at So then we just have to pitch in our part for that. But she said for the flights, we're all going to get it together. So we're going to get it in November. I'll let you guys know when. So, you know, just send the money and then I could book it. And and yeah, we're going to go.
0: How many days?
1: For, I think it's for six days, five nights and six days. It's from Saturday and through Thursday, I want to say. So it's going to be fun. He's been there. Him and his family have been there, but I've, I've never been to Hawaii, so I'm excited. Are
0: you guys are going to go to a luau?
1: Yeah, luau. I want to do everything. I want to go hiking. I want to go, obviously, to the beaches. I want to go to a luau, like, every night if I can. I want to just do everything. I even asked um, a patient of ours. She, she lives over in um, Oahu, but she's gone to Maui. Mm-hmm. And she said, like I asked her, like, Oh, what can you do over there? And she just told me like all these different places to check out. And she said, well, Yeah, whenever you go, I'll write down everything for you and then you could just go check it out. But I'm excited. I'm gonna be I'm gonna come back from even darker. Even darker. Like <laughs> even my <like>, oh, <laughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> Yeah, Hawaii, man, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we don't, we haven't had anything planned. We went to Zion National Park last year. We, my uh, next trip, I want to go to Yosemite, but Hawaii is on the list.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's, it's nice over there, but we got the same stuff here over there. It's just better, better climate.
2: Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. And time. I'm also
0: scared to fly over the ocean. I'm scared. That's, to, that's I'm that's scared that's to fly. <laughs>
1: I was telling Shane, like, damn, like, I better, like, take some, like. i or something. But I've also gone Knock on out. a plane.
0: I was doing cocaine and, you know, I would pregame, you know. Uh, when I went to Sacramento for. How many times did we go to Sacramento? Oh, quite flew, a few. We flew, I flew out there the last.
1: Oh, was it um for my tia's birthday? Like the, the before that, though. There's another one um, before
0: that. We, stayed, we stayed at Uncle Pete's house.
1: Oh, was it for the funeral? Oh, it was for the funeral. Was it for the funeral? I think that's the one before, because then, cause then it's my the. Oh, no. Or was it um, for um Alicia's Alicia's wedding?
0: That's what it was, uh-huh. Alicia's wedding. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a wedding. It was a wedding weekend. I remember, yeah. Because pre- we
1: all stayed up uh, at the old Pete's house. Uh uh-huh. oh, yeah.
0: I pre-gamed, did a couple, and I got on that plane, dude. My heart just went, well, I want to get off the plane. It was weird.
1: Do you think it could have been like the elevation? Like when, elevation you were, when you were when you're going change. up,
0: it could be elevation change because they I know they they try to readjust it, but the last time I went for yeah, uh, Nina's no, or for the
1: for the wedding mm-hmm. you know, for
0: the wedding, yeah, it was all pre pregame. I got dropped off. <laughs> I did a couple lineas. I drank some beers, and yeah, I got up and I had to get like four shots of Jack.
2: Day. I had to start talking
0: to the guy next to me. I go, hey, dude, I go, I have so bad anxiety, dude. I want to jump out of this plane. I was like, put the plane back down. Put the plane back down. Put the plane <laughs> down. Th-. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? Uh huh. You
1: know?
0: But I was also still on my medication, too. So I probably shouldn't have been mixing things. But it was a bad experience. Mm. But I got clean. Everything changed. And so when we, last time we went out for Nina's uh, birthday, I was good. I just had a few beers. Cool. Mm-hmm. Got on the plane, and I was a lot better.
2: Dang. so That's I
0: knew good. I knew I was like okay Cause, but I also know people that do that all the time and they jump on the plane and go
1: and then just like alright let's just yeah, go like no, it's nothing I got,
0: I got claustrophobic I don't know it could be something personal for me like I like to be driving I'm so mm-hmm. used to driving behind the wheel and being in charge of this big old machinery you know delivering packages mm-hmm. and, and, and then going from that they going into an airplane and someone just else just relaxing is it.
1: yeah
0: yeah you can't the plane moves you're like what was that?
1: Oh no! <laughs> you know,
0: but yeah, I always, I always have a few beers to relax. Cause yeah, it is scary. Mm-hmm. People get on. If you, obviously the more you do it, the less it becomes. But if you're flying once a year, it's for it's the past scary. twenty years. It's only you know compared to people I flew five thousand times. Mm-hmm. No big deal.
1: And the last time I flew was two thousand and eighteen when we went to his cousin's some wedding in Colorado. I was a little bit freaked out. We took an edible. I ate an edible and it I would was have kicking it worse. <laughs> I was actually relaxed. I was fine. And then we got on the plane, and I think that like what got me was just the turbulence, like going up, and then I was fine. And then, yeah, I was just kicking it. And then I felt the edible wearing off when we were about 20 minutes away from landing. Mm-hmm. And we landed, and then we got all our shit, and I'm like, dude, we need to go find a clinic. Like, I'm ready to smoke. Like, I need to smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm glad I'm glad I'm not the only one, because I think no one talks about it. Because I I hear podcasts with uh, comedians, and they're always traveling. They're traveling mm -hmm. across the state. And there's one thing I never heard of, dude. They get nervous when they fly. Mm-hmm. I know one of them, Joy Diaz. He he hates to fly, but he would always do it, take an edible, and you know whatever mm-hmm. Xanax he does. But most, I guess it's just over repetition. Yeah, just keep going. You're gonna get used
2: to it.
1: Yeah, the heck not. I need but to going take over an the edible. ocean
0: in Hawaii. Yeah, uh-uh. that's one thing I still think about. My kids will be fine. They'll be like, hey, like ooh,
1: like the ocean. I'm like, hell no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, me, I just get claustrophobic, and you got to just, I don't know. I think, for me,
1: like, I think of different, like, scenarios. Like, what if something happens? Like, what if, like, the plane goes into the water? What if, like, a shark gets me? What if, like, another creature gets me? It is, like, just different paranoias, like, different things that run through your head, and I think that's what kind of.
0: Me is not being in control. If I'm driving, like, we've driven far and hours at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. I have the option to pull over, stop, get out, stretch, use the restroom, do whatever I need to do.
1: But then the plane, like... you can't let the plane get out and go,
0: oh, okay, let's go. Like, well,
1: you got to do it while the plane is moving, and yeah. it's like, oh, like, don't get caught up in the turbulence, or else you're going <laughs> to eat it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, but, yeah.
1: definitely going to take, like, something. I told Shane, like, I have to take something, because I don't know, like, I've never... Flown that many hours? Across. Yeah, with yeah that many, many hours. How many hours?
0: Four hours, five hours?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, like four, four and a half hours. It's like
0: driving to Vegas.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that, but Vegas instead just over deep. the ocean, and then Vegas is just through desert.
0: Yeah, Vegas. I can. Have, I used to go to Vegas. Oh, yeah. Fly to Vegas all the time. Shh. You're up and down. Like, oh, that's cool, <laughs> dude. But four hours.
1: Oh. <sighs> I'll manage. I'll probably just, I'll probably knock out. I'll probably go to sleep or something. Just not look. Like, I'll be okay. Probably put some headphones in, music, and just relax.
0: Just drink some, yeah. Take a, take
1: edible... a shot. To, yeah.
0: Just think it, it was a f- five-hour party flight. <laughs>
1: party for five
0: hours.
1: <laughs> and then what I think about, too, is when we do want to go to Europe, we're going to be in the plane for like 12 hours or plus. And then what it, and I know we have to go over the ocean too. So, I don't like a fuck, I don't know about that either. And
0: people do it too. I don't yeah. know how
1: they do it. They go there like twice a year. Like I follow, um, this chick on Instagram that she's a fellow raver too. And she would go to over there to those raves over there, like at least three, maybe four times out of the year and it's crazy like yeah she just picks up her bags and they just go for like about a week and then she would mention too like yeah the cheapest flight would be um getting like um like going to one place and then yeah. getting an- on another flight from there and then they would say like that would be cheaper but heck no a lot of people would just do that like three or four times a year i don't know how they could I'm do cool that
0: driving I would yeah to drive. I'm- i could drive for a hours at a time I'll but be- a flight non i mean a 13
1: hours just sitting there and then getting up to use the restroom walk around but just mainly sitting there on your seat
0: i guess if you get used to it and you know how to relax yourself and yeah and just relax and just have no worries mm-hmm. yeah you could probably sit there but i can't even lay on my bed and binge watch for 13 fucking hours <laughs> without getting up and you know that's Way too super chill, mm-hmm. but I guess it, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. Yeah, maybe I should start traveling more. Start, you know, just taking off. I know people that every weekend they they drive out to their home in the Lake Havasu.
1: Yeah, I have a a coworker of mine. um They have a house in Lake Tahoe or yeah. a cabin, and she says like they, they go basically go like at least twice a weekend. Or, I mean, uh, twice a month that they go up there. And she showed me pictures of like their cabin and like their backyard, and it's just so beautiful. Yeah. It's like, damn, like you want to go yeah. get a house like that over there. Yeah, that. you
0: can buy property right now. I'm looking to, to buy property somewhere and then just start building my own
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the years. By the time I retire, it's, it's built, the land's put, paid for, and, and just do my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's one option that I'm looking towards, but. Yeah, I know. I know a few people that do that. They own properties. Mm-hmm. house also and they go out there and do their thing, or you know, fix up the place. Yeah. But it's another option. You don't have to just buy a eight hundred thousand dollar home and you know, Fullerton or Borna Park, and it's not Knott's farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty.
1: So, expensive. what's your
0: plans for the end of the year? What, what What's your goals? You got any goals?
1: Uh, well, we have a show in november um that we're gonna go to it's in la and then i know there's a couple raves going down in october which is escape that's the halloween one and then there's another one called dream state and that's kind of like um kind of like trance in a way like vibey that one's in November, like in... I think that's the weekend of Thanksgiving. It always lands at the weekend of or the weekend before of Thanksgiving. So we might go to both of those. We're st- It's still up in the air, but we've... When we've was been, the last
0: time you went raving? Uh,
1: I want to say the end of 2019. The end of 2019. I think we were going to go to one. We were going to go to one, actually, in 2020. hmm um, there was this DJ called his name is Cascade he just had a show yesterday at the SoFi Stadium and we were going to go to his show last year in April and that was a month after COVID hit and he cancelled it or postponed it for this year but since everyone's still like in the binge of getting vaccinated not everything is opening up so he postponed it again up until next year so we haven't really raved it since like the end of 2019
0: you think it's gonna get extra crazy when
2: it oh. all comes back oh
1: yeah definitely i think they when they said um the edc tickets on sale which was like a month or two months ago it got sold out within like the first couple of weeks so i'm like we need to release yeah huh? everyone's like everyone's ready to rave it everyone's ready to go back to it
0: damn so you already have your first show you guys are eyeing
1: i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> like we have to go like i'm itching for it was <laughs> the ever
0: age of ravers
1: uh it's mostly youngins like it's the Do you feel l- like
0: you're an og in the game now 27 kind of
1: couldn't get in there i want to say like you're an og when you hit like the 29 30 30 years old that's like the mark of hitting like an oj like we've met people that are like 36 that their parents we've met I've met like this one mom she brought her son it was like his 18th birthday and she brought him for his first rave we've met uh, like an older older couple like in their 60s or something like 50s 60s raving and like full on rave gear and everything. So it's all different ages.
0: Is he dropping them a D M A too? No, I don't think so. No they look, they look normal. normal. <laughs> <It's>
1: normal. <laughs> they look, I mean, he had a drink in his hand, but they actually look like normal. Like they looked okay. Like they looked not out of it, you could say. <laughs> there was a video of this
0: chick. she, I don't know what it was. It was on Twitter because Twitter shows more than Instagram. Mm-hmm. And this chick, she started fingering herself. Playing, is pleasuring herself and she starts squirting all over the dance floor and the, the security Ew. came and grabbed her and i was like holy shit like this is recently and i'm like this this isn't crazy like magic i mean people being locked up and then this is what happens when you release you got fights people actually act, everyone's acting extra right now yeah
1: we've seen people i've seen people seized like right next to me mm-hmm. we were at. it was like two occasions one occasion We were in front row of uh, watching a DJ. We were there for, like, six hours in the front. And it was towards the end of the show, and next thing you know, we just hear, like, a guy yelling at security, like, hey, hey, hey. And then you just see the flashlight pointing down at the bottom. You just see the girl, like, just seizing up, and then you just see the guy pick her up, throw like, kind of throw her across, and the security grabbed her, and then they just took off running. And it's like, well, we don't even know what happened. And there was another one. It was um, it was a summer event. It was called Hard Event, and it's it's like a cool rave. But for me, that was like my first and last time of going to it. It was just humid, hot, sticky. Like not even reliable good water. And towards the end of the night, we saw another girl seized up. Like I saw her eyes roll back. And then I saw her fall to the ground and then I just see the friend trying to wake her up. And then you see another friend like trying to call someone and then you see another one trying to get security. And and that same night, too, we saw another person and they were getting CPR. We saw them like actually getting CPR. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck fighting, No, we're going <laughs> to fight ourselves. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen a fight at a rave just or maybe I have. Doses. I don't know. But. It's mainly just people are just being just can't handle shit. But they have shit. stations though, right? Yeah, now, tech, they have they have stations, kits. Uh-huh. Well,
0: no, they have stations that test the quality, with no judgment. You could go to the really? station. I think it might be overseas, but they would test if you brought if you bought some stuff, you mm-hmm. could go and test it, and they would tell you if it's safe or not to take. Oh. Because they're trying to prevent overdoses. Like it was like, non no, disclosure. Not uh-huh. They would do it right there and test it. Give a, they'll take a piece off of it. And then they'll test it. And then they go, okay, this is good and, to take. And the, you go. Because they look at either that or fucking they're taking care of overdoses all day long. Just people <laughs> running out <laughs> on stretchers. People running people out. And, That's crazy, yeah. though. Yeah.
1: And we, when we get our stuff, we do test it. We test it before taking it. And we read up on it, too. Like, what kind are we taking? And. But there's a lot of people out there that it is legit it is good but then let's say they take half of that and now an it goes by oh i don't feel anything i'm gonna take the other like half Like uh-huh and then five minutes later boom it just starts kicking in and then next thing you know they just take in too much and they can't handle it mm-hmm. and it's a lot like that like an edible like you take it you don't feel anything and then you're like maybe just take another one yeah. because i don't feel it but then you know, pretty soon you just it just all kicks in right mm-hmm. away.
0: Yeah, edibles are a, a, a big high difference from smoking yeah. it to taking it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could you could taste the quality and all that when it kicks in. Mm-hmm. So that's how MDMA is. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm too scared. I got an addictive personality. <laughs> I'm too scared. Never <laughs> tried it. Okay, I've done other things, but not in mushrooms or anything like that. Oh no, I, I haven't. haven't. You ever tried mushrooms? No. They said it's supposed to be. Pretty cool You do micro I
1: go to psychedelic I heard It's really like um, Psychedelic experience. I have a friend He he does all that shit He does mushrooms He does um, What's that thing Like the stuff That you said DMT He's done that Oh yeah DMT He's done that um, Tell him to come
0: On the podcast
1: I'll I'll tell him Yeah (laughs) He has a ton A ton A ton of stories Tell him to come On
0: the podcast That'd be cool (laughs) I got a lot of Questions to ask Yeah But I get enough I see enough already Mm -hmm. Sober you know when i drink it kind of enhances the way me to express myself but i know that there's a limit to that too yeah you know people do certain things to inhabit you know what their character is Mm -hmm. and then and for me i've noticed that i've always written good papers when i have a few beers nothing crazy not till i get bad though but you know enough to where i can write so when i do my podcast when i do my outline I like to have a few beers. I have a, like to have a few tokes and relax. You know what? It helps yeah. me expand my so. MDMA, mushrooms, DMP, DMT. My bad, DMT. Mm-hmm. That stuff does expand, but everyone has their limit. Yeah. Some people need that to get to that point where I'm where I'm at with with this podcast. Is mm-hmm. I'm comfortable of working it with this and take it to. I mean. mm mm-hmm psychedelics are crazy yeah look at i took, took an edibles and i was like hey, man this is too much <laughs> i'm cool with 2.5 grams
1: uh-huh
0: you know some people no, not grams milligrams I, mean, I know people that have taken 100 grams 200 grams in front of me and they're fucking just like zombies not yeah. but they're cool they're good
1: but it's like come if on. if i like... took
0: that dude it's like it's game <laughs> over it's gumby world dude Anyways, but thank you for coming on the show. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here?
1: No, nothing. Just, you know, everyone take care. Be healthy. It's a fucked up world right now, but just got to get through it. Smoke that J every day, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, she about that life. Smoke that J every day. Anyways, thank you once again. To all my listeners from the world, this is episode 88. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. This is Raider State Podcast, and I'm out. Peace.